0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 208 of FOP, everyone's favorite Motu podcast that we do every Sunday nights live for you to come in and interact with us. I'm Nathan Kennedy here with Joe Amato, and I imagine Joe's never going to let me do the intro again. Joe, how's it going?
1: Hold on, I got to hit mute first because I don't want to hear that shit again. <laughs> I accidentally forgot to turn on my audio. I was like, I don't want to hear the FOP said out loud, and then you had to say the M O T U. I think you're trying to piss me off more. <laughs> every week but i'm doing great i mean it was great until i heard that so um uh, right I mean, how are you doing god damn it um <laughs> let me uh, quickly i'm just gonna acknowledge <laughs> the people in the chat room then we'll get some of the news like through, it threw me right off i, when I, I know heard that,
0: that that was the whole point i was telling emily i'm like this is how i'm gonna do the intro and it's it's gonna it's gonna throw joe off
1: and it did because i had things i was gonna say and then i heard all the abbreviations said out loud and just everything went out, but um, I want to say hello to DJ Tags, Adam Gabbert, Zentron, Grimbox here, and I know more people will pop up uh, during the show. So, yeah. uh, well, for some of the new stuff, um, first I just want to mention if you guys haven't got it yet, they got the really cool ass Wind Raider Hot Wheels. And in the package it comes in, it's it's a nice thicker card stock than the normal Hot Wheels ones, like the the regular, whatever, less than a dollar Hot Wheels are pretty flimsy card backs. But these ones that are a little more expensive have a nice thick card stock. It has the art from like the Wind Raider from the vintage one. But what's cool is, you know, they actually have where these wings move and the center head here it spins. But everybody asked me, they said, Does the grappling hook come off? Don't know. And I don't want to find out because I'm afraid of <laughs> like, hey, let's see, and it snaps, so I'm not gonna be popping that off, but That's a cool little Hot Wheels vehicle, and for people that love the Thundercats as well, the Thunder Tank is out there. So, uh, yeah, I hope they do more of these. And you said you've had no luck finding them in your area, Uh, correct?
0: No luck finding those, but my Walmart did get uh, Wave 1 of the Masters of the WWE Universe figures. I thought Triple H looked pretty good. I like the whole Skull King uh, mask and everything. The rest of them I could have done without. Uh, They weren't selling the first couple days I saw them on the shelf, but I went today And all that was left was an Ultimate Warrior, so those sold. But this was also on the shelf, and I went ahead and bought it. I got the Grayskull ring. It doesn't have the figures with it, but I went ahead and uh, picked that up. So, oh, yeah, let's move that. And that
1: was at, wait, the Grayskull ring was at Walmart? Yeah. And how much? 20 bucks. Oh, man, that's, uh, well, I mean, I'm not saying, hey, you shouldn't have got it, but Walmart is the place that has the exclusive two-pack with the two figures with it. And I think it was like just 25 bucks. And I think it might even have been at some Walmart's clearance to 15 or 20, but still that's cool. And yeah. the reason which you have there, the only reason I wanted that ring is just for that amazing box art. Cause it has the ultimate warrior on it. The one that I have with the two back doesn't have the warrior, but that's some cool art. Well, and uh, Joe,
0: oh. Maybe, because uh, I, I feel like I'm not going to have any use for uh, the, the artwork packaging. Maybe I can fold it up and put it in an envelope and mail it to you or something, so you have it I,
1: I would appreciate That would be awesome. I appreciate it. And as for the figures, I think once you have them in hand and look at them, you get a, a better appreciation, because sometimes just seeing them closed up or you know mint in box, you just really don't, or mint on card, you don't get the really good look of them. Once they pop out and you start posing them, I mean, they are pretty cool. I think yeah. just it takes that first one, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, seeing them on the shelf, I'm like, yeah, they look fine. They look great. I just don't have any interest in them. Like, I, I don't want uh, a Finn Balor figure. I just, I just don't. I just
1: think once, yeah. possibly, if you got them and looked at them, you're like, hey, I might want the rest. I don't know. No. But nah. I know when we started. Well, you never know. But when we started early, I know there was. Uh, I, I kind of went into that before really acknowledging the people before. Like I said, later we always get you guys when we do the q a But I will still say to Febmon, uh, Lee Heckle, Eric amon Zen Brown, thank you all for joining us as well. And Eric Eric amon did have a question. And what's up, JSP? He said, hey, why can't I send a Super Chat? Have you guys ever addressed that at all, or am I missing something? I'll be honest. I don't know if that's something that you have to have so many subscribers for if you have to make it a feature. I've never uh, thought about it because,
0: uh, I, like I said, I never thought, hey,
1: let's make, you know, I don't know. I,
0: I, I've never messed with it. I thought uh, Super Chat had to do with if you had X amount of people in the chat and you use that to, like, kind of slow it down so we could see it better. I don't know. I, I've never really messed with that.
1: So actually. I actually thought it was because of uh just maybe, <laughs> you know they they have like you know hundreds of thousands of subscribers you know we got about you know just a uh, three hundred and sixty some or however many is yes. which is cool I love it either way because like I said don't I'm not in no way discounting I love everybody that subscribed and love everybody that interacts but subscribe. I think you gotta more be
0: big t- more people subscribe. <laughs>
1: Yeah, more people subscribe, then you do a super chat. But I don't, I don't know if you can. I don't think you can. So, uh, oh wait, let me see. JSP said it depends on the number of subscribe. Okay, subscribers. Yeah, so we're probably ways away. But I appreciate that, Eric Amon. And somebody said, uh, "Rest in peace, Easy." That was DJ Tag said that. I guess he just noticed who's hiding back
0: here. Oh, they've already picked up I on everybody being. Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're already like, I see Donkey What's Kong that? back there. I see Easy E. So. Oh, they already, really, I didn't, I, already sniffed it out.
1: I missed it. Out. Okay, because I, I start doing previews now. Hello, Gary Buchanan. But uh, easy. The only thing left is just to attach his glasses and put Compton on his hat, and of course the little, you know, paint details. The reason I've held him up just to let everybody know because the person i have done it for in the chat room. Uh, that's probably yeah in the chat room. The reason I've held him up is every time I do a preview on Facebook, of just. Easy, I like. I'll have him just standing there, just you know, a, a real picture of e. Then somebody always says, "Oh, we're gonna do a custom," and then they start throwing the custom of Easy He that a person did years ago, that was a vintage one, which is a really cool custom. And I don't know if they're trying to say I'm copying the, uh, somebody. And I'll just let you know, I don't copy anybody's customs. You know, I love seeing other customizers work. You know, don't get me wrong, but I'm not gonna copy somebody. So I was like. Let me hold him back, and hopefully next time I post this, nobody will say that, or let it just kind of die down. This is going to be actually just easy e as a He-Man figure. He's not going to be, like, just He-Man having the Raiders symbol and having a 40-ounce and a gun or anything. This uh, is actually easy. Yeah, what, so this what, is completely well,
0: different. All right, well, so you're not going to have a 40 in his hand, or uh, an accessory 40? I'm not going to—
1: he's going to have an accessory probably he has a mic in his hand which i have downstairs i I made a mic and there might be something else but just to say i love the the work that that vintage person did years ago of easy he but this is completely different so in no way am i trying to rip somebody off and then i'll show him this week so and of course donkey kong this is a latest custom i'll be popping somewhere in just a bit and he's a heavy sucker because that took so much resculpting. When I was gonna first do Donkey Kong, I was thinking of using Mossman making the flock brown, but I was like, "Nah, you gotta do the detail." So I didn't realize they already picked up on both of them. <laughs> Dipshit Zen Brown said, "Rest in peace,
0: Park. No, La- that, that no that no that's a that's oh. a that's a real thing, Joe.
1: Oh, I thought he meant the wrestler. Wasn't there a wrestler named Laparca?
0: Yeah, that's what, what he's, he? that's what he's referring to. I was actually going to partially acknowledge it because it is uh, slightly confusing. The one. The one that passed away is a parka but it's not the Parker that everyone remembers from WCW. Oh, because
1: we, I figured he was saying this because of my mask. I thought he was just joking. No. I didn't know Parka passed away. I'm no well,
0: the, this Laparka that passed away, uh, I want to say it's like mid two thousands. It turns out that AAA actually owns the name Parka so they put another person under the mask and called him parka Whereas the Parker that we all remember from WCW took up the name La Park, so he he didn't he didn't pass away it was it was the other guy which is unfortunate it happened uh i want to say from what i read the end of november he went to do a dive on the outside of the ring but he sort of just landed like he he hit the barricade but also landed just smack face first at the same time and it like did some damage to his neck and he suffered complications after the fact so
1: well, what a way to just down the podcast at the beginning. Thanks, Ben well, Brown, for bringing that yeah. up. No,
0: no, well, I'm just, no,
1: that's that's sad. Yeah, eh? oh, yeah. No, cool.
0: no, well, that's the thing about uh, pro wrestling. In an instant, it, you can be paralyzed, and uh, evidently, you know, as we've seen, worse. So,
1: yeah. All right. Um, well, we can try to transition into <laughs> other news. Um, did you happen to? get anything masters of the universe related or any other things because i i know that everybody is starting to get their uh william stout collection Uh they're finally starting to pop up everywhere with great looking paint apps by the way i mean those actually look
0: good yeah i'm really happy with how those turned out from the pictures that i've seen i did get the shipping notification friday and uh if fedex tracking is to be believed i will have those in hand on wednesday so i gotta figure out a place to put those joe did you did you order them? You said you were going to. I, I'm. I'm going to go with you. Didn't. All right. Moving yeah, so, on.
1: Um, and uh, yeah. What else supposed to be talking about? <laughs> no. I. Uh, I. I yeah, I'll get them. I'll eventually get them. Don't worry. I'm going to get those, but they look fantastic. Yeah. It's just, I, I was figuring, you know, I'm going to order them and then I probably wouldn't get them. Plus, you know, money wise, I wasn't sure, but I'm glad to see that the paint apps look really well. Some characters look like they still might have slightly shiny plastic. doesn't look as shiny as the other ones, but that's easily, you know, it's fixable. If you just have a matte spray, you can spray that real quick and boom, the matte spray will take away that gloss look that some people don't like. But it, it looks like they at least nailed the face and the details around the eyes. And I don't know why, just sometimes usually on the women, they really screw up their eyes. I, I don't know, maybe it's because, you know, there's no female in the, you know, these four figures, so there was nothing to ruin. But I don't know, at least it looks like they were spot on, most of them. I yeah. mean, well, I guess all of them, they did.
0: Yeah, I, I'm i either going to clear a space here in the glass case, or I might go buy a shelf to screw into the wall over here and have those set up, because I want to, like, put them together, and maybe kind of replicate the, the artwork with He-Man fighting Blade, the Earl Norm work that was in the the magazine for the poster maybe kind of have that with like the vhs kind of displayed with it and i guess the other thing that i'll go ahead and and show off is my my sad vintage collection uh most of this was stuff that my parents would come across at flea markets because as far as vintage goes i i didn't seek it out too much to be honest i would see it all the time but most of them were just covered in dirt and looked bad but uh
1: Oh, let's see this horrible stuff. While you're <laughs> doing that, everybody was at least mentioning that Pixel Dan said that the anchor cannot be removed. So thanks for letting me know. I mean, I wasn't going to touch that bitch anyways. There was no way I was going to risk it, but at least knowing confirmed yet wasn't meant to be because there was no instructions on that, by the yeah. way, on the back of the Win Raider package. It didn't say everything to do. So good to know. Thanks for the heads up on that. And, and my pleasure, DJ. Uh, you know, like I said, just putting on the glasses, putting on the Compton and, you know. The rest will be done but yeah i'm curious to see your collection now at least in motion because
0: yeah well i i want to preface it it's not down here in the office it's actually if you guys see this set of steps that's always sitting behind me we have sort of like an attic with like it's sort of weird ceilings but i got like all my vintage video game stuff up there and it's just uh has like a, a retro feel up there anyway I didn't try to brighten up this picture anymore. I sent it to Joe cuz I tried to take a panoramic shot, but the lighting up there is kind of bad. But Joe's like, "Oh, it makes it look like a vintage ad." So I guess he's going to use I that.
1: actually up. yeah, I, he did. He sent me that picture, and when he sent the picture, I said, "Do you have like a feature like on your camera, you know, I figured it was something to make it look old or some kind of filter as they called it?" He was like, "No, just how." And I was like, that looks like an old time ad or something. I was like, I might want to do something with that. You know, I mean, the only thing that gives it away is that slime and the slime pit that I made for you. So, but, or hell, somebody could have thought maybe it was being slimed. I don't know, but I don't know what everybody else thinks, but does that look vintage? I love the graininess of that that picture. It works.
0: Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, I, I have a few more figures at my parents stored away somewhere. Like I have a Gwildor and a Cyclone and a handful of others, but this is all the stuff that's here. And I was actually, cause I sent this to Tyler and I was actually talking to him about this. I think now some of it's, it's going to be a process, but I, I think just once I got it all displayed and seeing the picture now too, I, I, am going to go for a, a complete vintage figure collection. Now they don't have to have their weapons, but I would prefer that they, they have all the armor that is required of them because i yeah, at least it's, yeah it's not seen here but i do have a, a clawful that i put up there but he's he's missing his chest armor so okay and as
1: adam gabbard you know like to point out right there to you real quick Battlecat doesn't have his yeah, mask yeah so. that too
0: <laughs> yeah so it's uh well i mean look if if i'm gonna if i were to go and get some of these absolutely complete uh, let's be honest some of these are gonna cost quite a bit of money so Jumping on this train a little late, but,
1: yeah, you know. It's going to be – no, I mean, either way, it could be cool. And try to catch the stuff and bundle things, but just always look for certain details. And I can't see it in the picture there, but when you do get a chance, check your battle cat and see if he has stripes on his tail. Okay.
0: Because
1: that's one of the rare ones, and that's one of the – he's pricey. He's pricey. I, um, Yeah, so just look to see if your battle cat has stripes on his tail when you go to your collection. Later. What's up, Papa Huds? Wait, 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 um, yeah, wait
0: I, what are you laughing at? you laughing at how sad this collection is?
1: No, no, I, I, I actually think that's great. And I'm glad that when you said you have a cyclone at your mom's or something, kudos to you for not saying cyclonus. For some reason, I hear that a lot when people really? call cyclones. Like yeah, they'll call him Cyclonus, and I'll be honest, I don't know of all the pop culture, all the other stuff from Marvel and DC. Maybe somebody can correct me. Is there a character maybe Cyclonus and some other pop culture fandom of comics or cartoons? I have no clue. Yeah, I yeah, hard to tell. So you haven't heard? It. You've never heard of a Cyclonus then, no. right? No, um,
0: that's the first yeah. time I've I've heard it uh, pronounced that way. So that that is odd. Okay, yeah.
1: all right. And as for any other recent news, I. Couldn't think of anything. Uh, there was, well, I mean, since William Stout's collection is, I mean, that's going to be shipping, I was like, well, what else is there really to wait for? Snake Mountain's still, I think, a ways away, right? For those who wanted Snake Mountain, I don't think that's anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I, I know Eric Amon's probably uh, clamoring and waiting with bated breath since he bought like 17 of those. So uh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he got, he got a lot of
0: them suckers, didn't he?
1: Oh, I got everybody telling me that, I guess, Transformers, apparently, there was a character named Cyclonus. Uh. So.
0: Uh, oh, all right well it during christmas uh, my mom was like yeah I, I gotta buy your uh little cousin i guess technically he would be my nephew maybe or just my straight up my cousin i don't know but uh she was like yeah i gotta get him a bumblebee in my head i'm, I'm thinking that that's transformers but it's not apparently there's a character like a female dc character named bumblebee and i'm like oh huh, okay it's like a a doll, and, oh, and, and, see, I... and and that's what he wanted. He's only like four, but that that's what he wanted. And uh, my mom's sister was like, "Why why did you get him that? This is like a, a a girl thing." And she's like, "That's that's what he wanted. And that, I'm gonna get it for him." So yeah, yeah it's, well, it's weird how, wanted, it's, how sometimes they can uh, use the same name with different properties and cause confusion because it happens a yeah, lot with like Cap- Captain it's... Marvel and.
1: All oh, that whole thing with yeah. that's like your head exploding, all that legal back and forth stuff from DC to Marvel. Who hasn't? That's too much. And now let's just be Shazam. And, and and Grimbot had to bring down the chat room because he had to mention that they had a preview of the Multiverse issue three, and he said that Spectre apparently appears in that. I'm assuming he means the Mighty Spectre. So thanks for that, Grimbot. That was yeah, a way to I issue.
0: can't can't wait to read that issue, and uh, well, imagine what that comes out this week.
1: Um, no, no, I, no, I don't think it's, a, well, maybe it is. I don't know. I thought it was.
0: As yeah, like the middle of the month.
1: 21st. Okay, maybe this, okay, well, it might be this week or next. Yeah, probably, since if they're saying they have the preview, they usually do it right before it comes out. So uh, probably. Well,
0: well, well, the 21st is a week from this coming Tuesday, so I guess the following.
1: There's a chance. Yeah. All, all right. All right. But, um, well, I was, was going to say, uh, we'll get to the chat room later so keep all your questions in the comments that you know we'll like to talk about after this part we're going to do right here because we're going to discuss a story that you don't hear too often it's uh, Secret Files of Skrullos and it's uh, about Rio Blast and of course Nathan will pop up pictures and stuff but the reason I first wanted to discuss it is it's just I always say it's interesting how a lot of the stuff that was in the style guides or the Filmation Bible or whatever you know, never made it to either the cartoon or didn't even make it into mini-cocks. Or mini-cocks? Mini-comics! Mini <laughs> huh. Shit, what the fuck is mini-comics? Uh, but what we yeah. did was we'd get some of, <laughs> Shut up, Nathan. you get some of the Filmation Bible stuff appeared in some of the Golden Book types of stories. And then the Style Guide stuff, that actually appeared in some of the Wonder Bread stuff. Like in the United States... We didn't get the story like what we're going to be reading and discussing here, you know, the U.K. story, which I couldn't remember if that was translated from a, a German story, the German comics. I'm not quite sure. But either way, in the U.K., they got it. It was translated. They have it. But what we, you know, what we did get for Rio Blast in the United States was, of course, you know, the past the straw in the universe where just it seems like cowboys sitting around eating chili. You didn't really hear about an origin. Seemed like really uh, kind of bland. Not a lot of people flipped over Rio Blast. I love them, but a lot of people said – What's a cowboy doing in Masters of the Universe? Right. And I'm like, okay, but then what's a bee character? What's a Moss character? A merman? Any of them? You know, it's it's right. it's fantasy people. But uh, <laughs> so the did I just say? Wait a second! I just took a Tyler line where you know he always says people. I said it. <laughs> didn't mean to steal that Tyler. But so the Wonder Bread cards gave us the first kind of something, at least in the United States, to know things because again, we didn't know about the style guide stuff and like for. Rio Blast. It said, "Name Rio Blast. Role: Heroic, transforming gunslinging, you know, one-man ar- arsenal." And his profile says, "As the sole survivor of a group of heroic explorers in a star band near Eternia, Rio has allied himself with He-Man in the battle against evil. He-Man has promised Rio to help him return home as soon as the warriors of Skeletor have been defeated once and for all." So kind of he's like He-Man's blackmail, like, "Hey, you-, you help us you know win, then I'll help you get back home." But that was taken from. The style guide information, but the style guide information it had more stuff. we dis- you know, it described and went a little more in depth about real blast. So we got a taste of it. But in the UK and other countries, they took that style guide stuff and ran with it to make bigger stories. Now the story we're going to read, especially when we get to some parts, I was yeah. like, "Well, that wasn't in the style. <laughs> that wasn't in the style guide, and there's no way that would have made it in the United States." But I'll let you start off a little bit with your first thoughts on this and then we you know, we can get going.
0: Well, I mean, you, you kind of answered some of the questions that I was going to toss out your way because I know that there are a lot of side characters in Masters that didn't really get talked about a lot here in the States. So I imagine it was very eye-opening when you got on the Internet and you were able to discover this stuff and notice, oh, hey, there, love- there actually was like a, a, a proper origin story that was written for a character
1: yeah it's i mean i I like lost it when i seen all this stuff i mean that came from other countries and then knowing that yes they built upon what i was just saying a lot of the style guide stuff they took that and then they went with it and added more but just the thoughts because like when classics came out just a quick you know a quick side rant when they had like their little bio of Rio blast and you know some of the things that happened in there they thought all that was just bam wow that was all just created from classics canon where they didn't know some of that was again taken from the style guide stuff existing things and maybe even parts from maybe this story not much because you're gonna see some but taking the parts of basically I think mostly the stuff mm, excuse me style guide stuff and then putting it in classics but this was a big one you know it was an eye opener because it made you think if these things exist in the united states would fans have maybe embraced real blast more because that was you know some people said in the chat room you know he would have probably fit great with brave star which i think there's even a reference that maybe when tyler first heard feridium or freedom or whatever that Mineral was, I thought, isn't that a reference to something in Brave Star? There was something in this bio that I thought was a reference to maybe Bravestar. And hopefully somebody in the chat room could correct me. I just, I don't have that memory for Bravestar that well.
0: Yeah, this would have been like, take it away, Tyler. And then we transition to Tyler, who who talks about it.
1: Yeah, because he's, like, you know, he said, he's never really read and got into these. Like, I showed him some of these UK things, and you know, I still thought they were pretty cool, but certain things stood out for him. And I thought one time when I was Tell them about this radial blast thing, and I thought I mentioned that ferdum or ferdium or oh, they say it's carium. Okay, well JSP said carium, so maybe carium wasn't in this bastard. It was just ferdum. So shit, don't know there. So I had a side rant that made no sense, but at least uh,
0: Joe, I I think it is pronounced feridium. If I I, yeah, feridium. F e r i d i u m. Feridium. Spelling. Oh, there is
1: an I there. Okay, it
0: just it it blends in with the U pretty good.
1: Ah, okay, so it was pretty. okay
0: yeah. all right well, go think, ahead what well, was your thoughts to me And go ahead no I, I thought that uh it, it's a cool little story. I'm not I know why they did it, but personally I'm not a fan of just the oh hi howdy I'll chop some wood and you can give me some of that meal yeah. right there like I, I I'm not a fan of that. it's probably just because I've grown up around it my entire life. I've lived around it my entire life and I honestly just I, I hate southern accents i hate that i sort of have one to some people uh yeah i
1: don't really pick up on it but okay
0: yeah i i just i don't like the the simplistic nature of how they're making them sound just because of like they're they're cowboy people you know
1: Yeah, because in the style guide thing, I don't think they gave a vibe of the whole cowboy because that is his biggest problem, unfortunately, is because of how obviously he looks like a cowboy. He's a cybernetic type cowboy. And obviously in the mini comic, the way he talks. So you would have hoped that, you know, when they did this in the UK and they made their story, maybe they would have just... It took the information but expanded in a different way. But they kind of went in a direction of cowboys and Indians. And like you said, in the way he's talking, I was like, that doesn't, again, this does not help his cause because they're all talking yeah. like he's back in the cowboy times and Indians. But it's still cool to see an origin for him and other unique characters. But, you know, because like right here with the whole thing about them, you know, how they're claiming and they're going for the feridium and yeah. it's a new thing like gold. It's like gold yeah, fever well, yeah. but in a different
0: yeah, it's like the, the gold rush. It's turning everyone against each other, making them greedy, etc., etc.
1: But you like seeing at least that uh, Rio Blast, even before, you know, getting the cybernetics, I mean, he's a man that wants to stand up and, you know, defend and protect people. And you see him, how he's practicing with shooting. He's, he's a great shot. Again, a thing that was really emphasized in that style guide is how good he was at boom you know, shooting. But then you see him training and weightlifting yeah. and getting his guns, getting, you know, having the lasso. I mean, he's ready to fight. Of course, yeah. I'll wait till he gets to the next page. It's cool, but uh,
0: yeah, I, will... I like
1: that he didn't look like real Blast yes. before being called
0: Rio Blast.
1: Like Extendar, remember, they were calling Extendar, Extendar before he even extended. So kudos to them just calling him Rio first. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I do like this part on the second page where it says they destroyed we're ruined. They've taken everything, and he's like, "We're not finished yet." And then it's like Q montage of him becoming a badass and wanting to stand up.
1: Yeah, and you everybody. see, of course, the this ominous character in the background who's watching and viewing this, and of course, you know, wanting to conquer this world. And you find out who he's later. And I'm hoping again might not be able to catch it from the chat room because I don't know how many people you know are from the UK. But even later for people, I want their comments because I want their thoughts of when they've seen this character, what they thought. But I'll uh we'll we'll get to
0: that. Yeah, later. so I I went ahead and and just changed not too long ago to the the next set of pages, and obviously uh we'll just address this right now, where uh, if, you, if you look in the bottom left corner here, yeehaw! This look one. at look at them engines go! It's like uh Woo, yeah, that, was, that doesn't hold up so Yeah, well. this I can. No, that
1: didn't. I was like, yeah, when you guys were taking some of, you know, American history to make this cow, you, yeah, you took some parts that I don't even think this would have flo- floated back in the 80s. I mean, they're making the Indians bad people. I mean, out of all things, okay, here's cowboys. Like, no, nah, I really don't think that Rio Blas is a cowboy. I think that's just a stereotype by looking at him. And then they throw the Indians here. It's like, well, you guys are sure going with it. And by saying that word down there, it's like, wow. So. I guarantee this story would have never happened. They would have took the style guide information and went with something else. I don't think we would have got this.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't think so either. But I, at the same time, even back in the 80s, it, it was still uh, kind of prevalent, especially like in our commercials and things. Like I remember specifically the, the Native American that's standing there, and people are like throwing trash, and he turns around, and the tear falls down his face. Do you Do you know that?
1: that that was an Italian guy? That was an Italian guy, too. <laughs> he bet. wasn't even Native American. Wow. He was...
0: No, I, I didn't know that part. So, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but
1: this, yeah, I don't think we would have had that word. They definitely... Oh, yeah,
0: no, they, they, <laughs> they would have to change that around. And I think one thing that's also but, funny about these is the first and the last page are in color, and everything in between is just black and white. It, it's like sort of how you know, it was last week.
1: With the UK annuals, and again... I don't know if that was just to save on money because, yeah, a lot of them had that where they went from black and white to color. And I couldn't remember if any of the later, later issues had a lot more color. But this is stuff that, you know, when I see it, I love for somebody like Dushin, that's, you know, who always watches and joins us in the chat room. I love it if they they ever went, you know, let's say they went ahead with a project with Dark Horse. Like, hey, let's make a giant book of all these, you know, issues. And they needed it all colored. I'd love to see his work. Yeah. I bet he could work his magic on that, this. I'd love to see that.
0: That would be really awesome if they went back and uh, colored all, all of these pages here. I think it's cool. Yeah, it would be great because... oh you... uh, No, I was going to say, uh, just in terms of, of this, if you guys look kind of towards the middle, I like how... Each panel that this character has been just sort of mentioned, and then now that we're seeing more like dialogue, the, the face is still covered, so you're still well. well who is this? Who's who's yeah, the third who, man? Yeah. <laughs> what, what the same thing
1: with WWF back then? Remember the man? It was me, Austin. Is that what the uh, third man was, or is
0: that some, No, well, I was I was thinking the uh, the NWO thing. With oh, the, okay. With the hostile, oh, and with the hostile up being takeover Hogan. match, and they were like, who's the third man? And then there's also and that, it was Hulk yeah, that infamous thing where Hogan's walking down. It's like, yeah, go get him. And then Bobby Heenan's like, yeah, but whose side is he on? Uh-oh. Ah. Uh, yeah. All right. But, but, uh, uh, no, no, but as for this, what I... No, I'm sorry.
1: No, but this what I do like is at least everything, you know, you see that real Blast is obviously throwing a wrench in the plans and he's stopping everything that's going on. He's trying to, again, take over, get the people to rise up to defend themselves. And then one of them kind of double-crosses Rio Blast for some of that Feridium. And bam, the
0: yeah.
1: uh, enemies, enemies, <laughs> um, yeah. boom, trapped him inside that mine, <laughs> en- crushed him, and he looks like he's
0: <laughs> the enemies, basically yeah. dead. The enemies. John. Yeah, the
1: enemies, because I sure ain't going to say what's, what's going on there. Let's just say enemies are there. And he's badly hurt. But, of course, that Professor Maddock, the one that, you know, looks like a crazy mad scientist, he's figuring, hey, I'll be able to save him. But I'll wait till you hit to the next Yeah,
0: I'm kind of curious, too, why those other guys just didn't kick that other dude's ass for, you know? Like, once he actually, once once he admits the guilt, everyone should have been like, all right, well, you help us get him out of here. And then immediately they, like, try him. It's like, yeah, that's... uh, you,
1: yeah, you, he's like, like oh, you win against him, help him, and they,
0: they, they go ahead and like hang him, and then because that that's what they I, I imagine that's what they would do in this this town.
1: Yeah, I don't think he would have been late the... or, I mean you know just off the hook so easily and so quickly like that's oh, okay you know like I almost killed the guy I was like hey you know what? I feel bad let's get him out of there yeah, okay yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah no that that there should have been some repercussions for that guy but I I kind yeah. of uh. I think the thing that I was getting out of this too, and I know that this came. I met. What year did this come out? This particular. Oh magazine? Jesus
1: Christ! Was it? Could I? Could you say maybe eighty six, seven, six, seven?
0: I, I'm, hmm. gonna, I'm gonna look at. I don't that. know. If it was eighty
1: six or seven?
0: Uh, actually, nineteen
1: eighty eight. Eighty eight. Well, shit. That was way too early. 87, 88 Yeah, I forgot those things went on for a while. I think they had over 70-some issues in the UK. for the, I mean, their stories kept going, I think. Well, yeah, it was definitely well after I think it was done here in the United States. They kept it going there for a while. So, so yeah, I guess that was it. it
0: yeah. So this will play into what I was going to say then because this came out in 88. I'm definitely – I kind of got a RoboCop vibe from that, you know? Like they came and crushed him. Oh, we can, we can make him better. We can put – put machines in (laughs)
1: wouldn't that be something
0: yeah so if that (laughs) came out in 88 robocop's 87 maybe there was a little bit of an inspiration (laughs) taken from that
1: you you never know maybe i mean there's there's always a possibility but uh well when you look at real blast i mean you finally see that mad doctor does call him real blast and bam he he has the guns blazing again he has the help of the town though drives all the you know
0: the enemies, away. the enemies, Joe.
1: The enemies away, and then you see, you know, like, Rio Blast is like, you know, uh, he's gotta go take care of the jail, you know, because they have that jail that's floating up there, take care of the enemies, but then, bam, here's Horde Prime that pops up, and of course, you know, he's, he's that's, I think that might have been the first time, maybe you seen him, not sure, but I thought that was his first debut in, in these comics, but bam, he destroys Laredos, and he's figuring he's killing Rio Blast, but nope, Real Blast was out, and as you can see, he must be able to breathe in outer space. And boom, yeah. knocks him, Meteorite knocks him to Eternia, which that was in the style guide. It mentioned a Meteorite blasted him onto Eternia. And I think the classics, they tweaked it and said, a Meteorb knocked him. Maybe. I think it said Meteorb. But that was in the classic thing. But this was the first time seeing Horde Prime. And as you know, in the cartoon, you've never seen Horde Prime. you only seen a giant metal hand. And I know that there was some cells that showed like what it looked like behind the mist because it was a mist and then the metal hand you know the mist electricity the darkness i don't think what was in back was really meant to be horde prime I always in my head thought of it as like some kind of throne but this is my way of thinking i always thought like how the wizard of oz how there was the little guy that was behind the curtain but making it look like there was a big menacing thing i almost thought in my mind maybe horde prime was some weird demented because as you know Grizzlor presented him in the cartoon two ties, one for each head. So immediately in my head, there's a vision Horde Prime is some crazy two-headed being. And maybe he uses this image to make himself look even more gigantic. But either way, we never got to really see him in the cartoon. But in UK, they got to see this. So I'd love to know first if there's anybody in this chat room that is from the UK, what were your th- you know thoughts when you first seen Horde Prime did you think, oh God, that's weird? Does he look like one of the sectars figures, or does he look, you know, kind of like a bug? Or did you love him? Did you accept him? Because I know when he was like unveiled to some people in the United States, you know, like their big expectations were kind of like, oh, that's not what I thought he looked like. He looks silly. But I wondered if they loved him, and if they're not in the chat room live, I like it if they could just post in the comments below when they catch this video later, because I didn't have a problem, even like I said. I didn't, you know, when I first seen this, yes, we never seen him before in the cartoon, but when I first looked at this comic and seen it, I didn't think it sucked. I was like, eh, it's different. I thought it was cool. It didn't make me think it was horrible, but I mean, I don't know. You don't really have a super attachment to Horde Prime, so I don't know. I don't even know what you think, Nathan. If you thought eh, he's bland, kind of generic, or what?
0: No, uh, obviously no certain attachment, and you kind of what you just said was also again like questions that I was gonna ask, like the. Uh, with this reveal uh, how was this perceived uh just kind of looking at it here uh, that's kind of tough to make a judgment on it just based off of just seeing this here in this this comic because uh it's not super do you
1: think possibly okay for, for you okay like it's not super i guess amazing or imposing or i just uh something catches your eye but for somebody that maybe was watching the cartoon a lot and might have really been obsessed, almost like with Dr. Claw. You know, you never really got to see Dr. Claw. So, Horde Prime was our Dr. Claw. You never got to see him. So, I think for those fans who are really on pins and needles waiting, maybe just, eh, the wind was taken out of the sails. And for maybe people who just don't remember the cartoon too well and didn't care, they thought, oh, it's all right. But me, yes, I always wanted to see what he looked like on the cartoon, but... This didn't crush my expectations. DJ Tag said he's ugly, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think he was that bad.
0: I, I mean, I could see that because with Doctor Claw and Inspector Gadget, I know that when they released the figures, you could actually see what Doctor Claw looked like, if I'm not mistaken. And I think oh, I remember. I didn't know that. I think I remember being pretty disappointed by that. I think uh, in terms like this, maybe some characters should just never really be totally revealed and seen they could be like the joe amatos you know just
1: and you know and that's why i say you know when people do say why don't you take out the mask i mean and honestly i mean honestly like i said i've been doing the whole gimmick for years from facebook to now of course on youtube but it's it's nothing special just an average looking person's like do you really want to see my face i've never wanted to see you know okay for things like on Friday the 13th with Jason, I was awaiting every time in every movie. You started realizing, oh, he's going to be uglier and crazier and looking in every movie. I wanted to see it. But there's some things like I never wanted a reveal for. Like Kane, I never wanted to see Kane unmasked. And when he was unmasked, it's like, oh, God, that's it. And then that's if that's all you could remember. Even when he put the mask back on, it's like, oh, God, I remember that. And yes, we knew him as Dr. Isaac Yankum and the fake Diesel and stuff. But still, when he was Kane, it's like you just wanted Kane. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Sometimes you don't want to. I never wanted to see what Doctor Claw looked like. Right. Was I intrigued? Yes, but it's not going to meet anybody's expectations. I don't think.
0: And and that's, I think that's the hardest part about revealing certain characters, especially once you go so long. I I feel like now, if if Joe were to take off his mask, everyone would just be like, "Oh, that's it." No, he just, yeah, looks, he just yeah. looks like a normal guy. See, with the mask on, people could be like, maybe he is really just ugly. We, we don't know.
1: True. No, I mean, it's true. I mean, that's why I do it. It's like it's your expectations just won't be met. It's, you know, like Zen Brown, because now we can get to, since we're done with this, anything you want to ask us in the chat room from anything or just interact like we're doing, you can do it right now. But like Zen Brown said, yeah, this ruined the mystique of Horde Prime for him, so... For a lot of people to think, yeah, and Grim, I'd love to know what you think. Wait, a background painting, not a cell. Oh, sorry about that, Grim. See, Grim got me. I, I'm sorry about that. See, I was trying to describe the stuff and the backgrounds, and he said it's a painting, but yeah, I'd like to even know what maybe, Grim, what you thought when you seen this Horde Prime. Did you like it? Did you hate it? And do you ever want to see? Or would you ever want to see what Horror Prime could have been in the cartoon? I don't even know if that was ever panned out. And if anybody knew it would be him because him and James, you know, they yeah. they have all the information of that stuff. I'm curious if it was ever going to be a plan to finally show him. But I'm glad we never did get to see him in the cartoon.
0: And I, I want to go ahead and throw that out there too to anyone that's catching this after the fact. Leave a comment down below and let us know what you think. Because I'm actually going to read some of the the comments we got on last week's video. I figured that could be a thing that we start doing to kind of Entice more people that don't aren't necessarily in the chat room every week. We can we can read some of their okay. questions and and comments. We got here from Andy Yusi. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Great episode. Never heard such a dark Motu story. He did say Motu. He didn't he didn't write it. Out.
1: <laughs> I think he did it to piss me off. Andy Yelsey was a guest before on our show, and uh, I think he did it just to piss me off. But go ahead. <laughs>
0: Uh, I want a copy. Also, had no idea NYP He-Man was Cam Clark. Oh my god, I worked with him on a movie in 2007-2008, and I would have loved to have known this. It's probably better I didn't know, as I had to be very professional for that project, and that knowledge would have turned me into a total fan.
1: Isn't that that's crazy. That's kinda that's cool though. And also I know that we've been getting just acknowledged somebody that's always been commenting on a lot of our videos as of late is Blue Haired Lawyer. Well, yeah. Never shout out his name, I wanted to, but yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I was gonna read a couple of the comments. Uh, that blue haired lawyer left. Thank you guys for actually acknowledging that Motu also wrote it that way. Canon is all over the place. Some is dark and serious, some is kitty and silly, and there's everything in between. And I think that's uh that's kind of what you want when with any property that you put out there. You don't want it to be overly serious and dark. You got to have a, a, at least... Not a, a,
1: overly ki- or, a, or overly, overly kitty yes.
0: either. Yeah, you got to find like a good balance that sort of pleases everybody. And uh True. They do a good job at that. Blue haired Lawyer also said, I would love for the European Motu comics to be reprinted in English by Dark Horse. I've seen bits and pieces on the org and what little I saw looked freaking awesome. There was an Italian comic that had a giant woman in it that fascinated me.
1: Yeah, they they had a couple different things. I think they even showed Megator in one of those Italian comics, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know what the hell was going on. I couldn't, you know, read it. I mean, just because I'm half Italian doesn't mean I have to read it, but I, I don't know what was <laughs> no, going on. But Megator. Obli- was in- that
0: is your obligation, Joe. You have to, because you are Italian. Yeah, well, well so,
1: someday. But now, I want to, before we get back to some of your comments, um, Centron said, "Still better than the recent Horde Prime design." Grimbot said he hated that (laughs) the design here in the UK comic. DJ Tag said, "Can I send him a pic of Eze in Facebook?" I will be sure to get that to you. Grimbot also said, "If he's to be revealed, he should be he should look similar to hordak as they are related." That would make sense. uh, Well, yeah, just not the yeah, and that's the thing with like the figure, you know, we got. when they did horde prime as a figure i think they had this head but they had an alternate head that was kind of like hordak but different i don't know i wasn't feeling the classics figure of what they did with horde prime and i sure ain't gonna mention because i never watched it you know with that new she cartoon i didn't continue apparently horde prime appeared in that yeah. and that was a hot mess nope. at least from what people said nope. um and uh dj Tag said scott's enjoying the show he even laughed earlier when i mentioned the ugly comment um yeah oh zen brown a good little point to bring up because oh, no. you know how you said a cartoon a cartoon shouldn't uh. be overly serious and it shouldn't be overly kitty it should be a mixture in the middle ground and zen brown just said overly kitty like the thundercats war he said that's bullshit yeah i said that I had a cusp, but i'm reading what they're saying right there uh. and, so, and so did the dj tags now that's not again we as fans have always had opinions like i said back in the day when the new adventures figures were in the stores hated them. I was like, what the hell is this? This ain't He-Man. Mm-hmm. Didn't make me a hater. I'm just a passionate fan of those things I like. And if there's somebody that liked New Adventures, good. I'm not going to piss all over them. So when people <laughs> are saying, I don't like Thundercats Roar, again, don't say, oh, it's not for you. What do you think's going to happen? Right. When you hear Thundercats, you're obviously going to bing! You're going to be you know, getting the attention yeah. of all the fans that grew up with it. Yeah. But it's sad that this is the level of cartoons that they're giving to kids. Like Instead of treating them like young adults like they did us, because remember, the original Thundercats That was for kids, but young kids, teenagers, adults, they could all watch it and enjoy it because it didn't seem like it was talking down to you, making it too kiddy, too silly. It was a good cartoon, just like Masters and Princess of Power. But this Thundercats roar, which I did watch on the Cartoon Network app, there's two episodes, it's part one and part two of Exodus. It felt like they only were like five or seven minute episodes. They weren't long at all, but it actually just seemed like, believe it or not, more of a mocking of the original cartoon, they actually had the music from the original Thundercats. They would do, but man, things just went. It was so over the top, silly. Even as a kid, I couldn't picture a kid laughing. They were just lame, lazy jokes. Like there was no effort in the writing. And talk about changing characters. Snarf's now a robot. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, all right, it's it was bad. I mean, it just
0: yeah,
1: it was it was uh... bad. And I can see why they didn't really give a lot of advertisement for it, because it secretly just snuck in under the radar, but our one buddy Thomas did say that Cartoon Network promoted it, I guess on their Twitter, kind of silently, but well, nobody I, knew I, about hey, this thing.
0: I mean, when that trailer for it came out, and the the backlash was so bad that they had to take it down, that that, that tells you a lot. I, I'm not going to watch it. Uh, you know, I I watched the first season of that Netflix she show. I wish I hadn't to be honest if people like it and think that it's funny all the power to you i'm not going to check it out because i just that just seem it just seems like a smack and the- that one actually seems like a smack in the face like yeah the netflix shira is bad and it, i i feel like Thundercats roar is way more of a disservice to that fan base than Agreed. netflix shira I mean i
1: agree i'm not a, exactly i mean i absolutely agree with what you said i mean i'm not a fan of netflix shira but that was at least doing a story or something. Did it have a lot of silly? And does it have a lot of silly stuff? Sure, but Thundercats Roar—it's like it felt like there was just zero effort in that cartoon. It felt like just nothing, no passion, no love, no service. And not, hey, not saying hey, like but, you always have hey, to get
0: fans served. But but man bun in that that video—he had the the DVDs sitting on a shelf, so he he knows, right? Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs>
1: Which he said, remember, it was, and I think that explained it. I think that's why he said that in the interview way back then when he said, "Thundercats has always been based around humor." Like, no, Thundercats hasn't always been based around humor. But I think I know why he said that because when you watch this, that's all it is. You can't take a serious moment at all. By the way, Mumra is a super giant. He's bigger than his his damn pyramid where he's sitting. You know, to where he barely fit. And then when he gets out of it, he sits on Cat's Lair like it's a throne. It's like. Oh my head. Dear god. Sorry, I didn't no. mean that rant but No, hey, Jesus. I know.
0: It, it was something that needed to be brought up anyway. Maybe I can go ahead and like edit that into the 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 title of the show so maybe that'll get some more eyes on it as well. I if you dig it cool but hmm man, I I just I especially with the promotion from Cartoon Network, because they're kind of bad at doing that in the first place anyway. If they're, like, just sort of barely doing it, I, I don't see any, any hope for it moving forward. And I, I No, I, and
1: I think it started on the app, and I think eventually it's supposed to, again, what Thomas said, I think it's going to maybe next month pop up on Cartoon Network. Uh, but I think he said almost everybody not. that's involved, yeah, <laughs> everybody that's supposed to be involved, I think, with Thundercats Roar, are already involved with another of the projects, so that pretty much, like, <laughs> All right, can good, spell out that good. Yeah,
0: Good. Uh, yeah, let's just wash our hands of it and just pretend like it never happened. That, that would. And that's that going to be... A think of that. That's the thing.
1: See, instead of trying to capitalize on things that you think, okay, kids are all into the goofy humor. Kids are like this. Why don't you try to make something that's timeless? I mean, think about the original <laughs> Thundercats, He-Man, She-Ra. That is stuff that we have been keeping alive for over 30-some years. It's something that you could still, as an adult, go back, watch, and enjoy, and you don't feel like you're watching a year old cartoon because yes did we have cartoons that were fun and humorous back then yes and then we had serious ones but this guaranteed nobody is going to celebrate thundercats roar in 30 years it won't be in 10 years it won't <laughs> even be in two yeah. nobody's gonna yeah. this... it's forgettable
0: it's so bad it, it'll, it'll it'll be an afterthought for sure I mean, there's probably some people that didn't even know that there was a, a thundercats show in 2011 so that that goes to show it's the yeah. same thing. It's well, the same thing. Well, it's the same thing with nyp that some people be like, "What that that happened? I don't remember that." And it's no, it, it's true. A lot of yeah. people
1: didn't know about the new He Man or or Thundercats.
0: <laughs> Zen Brown's all right. Zen great. Brown is apologizing. It's like, sorry, I brought it up, guys. No, it was a good thing. We were probably going to get around <laughs> to talking about it anyway. And yeah, that was going to be during
1: the Q and A or just yeah. yeah, in the random park. Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna. <laughs> bring that I was gonna bring it up because I wanted to say again, yes, I watched it. I wasted ten or twelve minutes of my life watching episode one and two. It was so quick, but it just I just don't like when there's no effort. Wouldn't you want to try to give something that could be timeless, you know, just not to capitalize on a moment or something you think people are loving, but really try to put an effort into something that hopefully this is something that could be celebrated years you know, years and years to come. And, That's and- what you think often
0: and maybe they're not thinking that way anymore, though, because in a day and age where like anyone can watch anything at any time, why put? That's why reality TV is so prevalent these days on television because it's cheap to produce, and people just mindlessly watch it, and they don't really care too much. They're just watching it just to watch something. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's that's why that they don't put any effort at all. Into it, but hopefully, uh, these two cartoons that we're gonna get either this year or next year, or if we get one this year and the other one next year, whatever the timeline of this is gonna be, hopefully, it is something that can be timeless that people will remember. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It, it, inter- you never know. I it, mean, well, I, I, I mean, entertainment's in a weird spot anyway, right? Like movies, it's just uh, remakes and. Uh, more comic book movies if you look at movie posters themselves it's all just a lot of floating head photoshop jobs like a lot of i hate them a lot of that that effort and talent that it took to present something like the original masters cartoon or thundercats gi joe original transformers etc etc like movie poster art like actually used to just be like paintings and that's all yeah, and it meant it, something.
1: You yeah. wanted to get it and frame it. It's like nowadays the stuff, like you said, it's all Photoshop pictures of the actors. It's so lazy and uninspired. It's like, think about you know, we said this before. We did on Beyond Retro, you, me, and Tyler back in the day. But think about even horrible movies that you would just go to rent. They would even do amazing box art for those just to make you go to pick it up. So it might be a real shitty movie, but it's like, damn, that's an awesome poster. But... Even the movies that were great, they still had beautifully painted pieces. It's like, I want to frame that. It's like, do you want to buy and frame anything of an actor standing there with a gun or just... It's like, oh, that's exciting. You don't want it at all.
0: Everything just had so much care put into it. And even then, if you go and look at... uh, the from what I've seen in the documentaries on masters and even like Ninja Turtles and stuff, it was just like a small little idea that simply grew from there. And it sounded ridiculous to him at the time, but it was something new and fresh and kids actually clung to it, but they actually also put in the effort to tell good stories and, and have good dynamics and life lessons and things that it could actually teach you. It wasn't just, here's a bunch of bright colors and mindless action. There was, reasons behind it, and that's why we're sitting here talking about all this today.
1: Exactly. You know, it just makes you wonder, what it's will depressing. people
0: talk about years from now? It's depressing. Yeah, it it's, it's depressing. depressing. It's... Like, how many people are going to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, man, uh, Avatar. Like, no. Like, The only thing people really remember about Avatar is that it, was, it, it made a lot of money at the time, and that was it. People don't really even talk about it anymore, and yet James Cameron... Like, you know, that is one of the... We got seven is. more it's a Avatars big, I mean, it's... coming out. It's like... Ugh. It's one of the biggest money
1: makers out there, but you're right. No, not a lot of people talk about it. I mean, it was it was, it was a really eye-catching visual movie. It was good. I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but you don't hear much discussion. But yeah, it's just well, hey, you know what? I know I've probably not seen a lot in the chat room. Let's see if I what I see first. I think I see a question from Papa Huds. So Joe and Nathan. If there were to be a Masters movie, and I love how you said if there were to be because, you know, we've been <laughs> promised one for so long that it still hasn't started shooting. It's going to be out next year in 2011 in March, but whatever. How would you like it to be? Well, again, I would just like them to take, you know, original source material. Don't stray too far. You know they're going to have design changes, obviously. But, again, don't fill it with tons of jokes and don't make it too dark to where everybody's getting decapitated and arms chopped off. But have a good origin. Not to worry. We're showing the origin of everything. It doesn't even need to be needed. Hell, it's it's basically set out in the intro of filmation. you could have like a little prologue right at the beginning, and then bam, get right to the stuff.
0: That's what I was gonna say. If you just kind of honestly, if you wanted to just in your own way recreate that intro, just to have like a bit of a prologue there, and then just go straight into something, that would be the best way to go about it. I just get right into it. Get into yeah, yeah. uh, PG thirteen. There's no need to like have it be overly. Like violent and and gory, just uh, tell a good story. Have dashes. I mean, but uh, they
1: can have some good battle scars, yes.
0: some good fights. I mean, yes,
1: we can have the stuff, you, but yeah, it doesn't have can, to be over yeah, the top. Yeah,
0: you yeah. can ha- you can have a little bit of blood, but we're not wanting like Conan the Barbarian like on the screen. Like we don't need
1: too bad split in half. Do I have yes. to say this again? We don't need too bad <laughs> split in half. <laughs> but yes, have some battle scars, some wounds. You know, have them in some dire situations, but. It would be nice to have just I mean, a good action movie with a good story.
0: Make it fun. Like, you, you have a plethora of episodes from the animated series, stuff you can pull from many comics as inspiration to use towards your story. Like, do something like that. It's all right there. The material is there. Just, yes, no No doubt. So screen. you have it. So don't. That's, that's right, all you, you got to Don't do. try to reinvent.
1: Yeah, it's like I said. What are they trying to do? They're acting like this. There's not source material of over 30 years of history they can use. It's like they're like, "What should I do? What should Skeletor be?" It's like a, it's right there. Right so there. yeah, just go to the material and then write a new story. And then Grimbot, you know what's funny? You say what I was gonna say earlier. But it's when we're talking about the two He-Man cartoons, mm-hmm. I think exactly what he said is gonna be the case. He said the CGI one, he says will probably stink, and which I'm thinking, yes, it's probably gonna be the more kitty version. Mm-hmm. But he's like me. I'm hopeful that the Kevin Smith one doesn't. I, he's, I'm hoping, Kevin Smith, I got my fingers crossed, I'm hoping he does that justice. He's somebody that I would, I can have some faith in and hopefully doing a good Masters of the Universe cartoon. So, crossing fingers, he does, but I agree with you, Grim, about the He-Man one, that's the CGI one. That'll probably be more lighthearted, but God forbid, don't go with Thundercats War on it. Uh, Please yeah. don't go with
0: Thundercats War. Yeah, hopefully not. That would That would be yeah I, th- I think we'll all be shedding a few tears if that's that's the case well i will we'll see yeah, what happens I, I mean it's exciting but also definitely overly cautious like i i don't i'm not sitting here thinking oh man everything's gonna be great because uh, let's face facts the way hollywood is now uh we'll be lucky we'll be lucky if one of these three things yeah i'm gonna include the the movie and lump that in there <sighs> We will be lucky if one of the three things turns out to be pretty great.
1: Now you know I'm glad we've been, you know, doing the the podcast for about five years. Because even since five years ago, anytime the movie was brought up, I tell everybody I'm not really excited until it actually happens. And they'd always say, "Well, Jesus, Joe, they're saying it's going to happen." I'm like, "You guys don't know how long this has been going on. Trust me." I think more more and more people have gotten familiar. Like, okay. Joe has been saying this for about five years. I've been watching the show five years. I think he's on to something. So I think even their excitement level of the movie's going to happen, it's not there. They realize if they see a preview of it in the theater or they're actually starting to where they're shooting it, then they might think, okay, this will happen. But yeah. I think people have finally realized why Joe says what he says all the time about uh, it.
0: Yeah. I I, I mean, you got to think, too, like, hollywood being cautious about wanting to do a movie and why it's taken so long because they are they're afraid of it too if the the budget gets too high then you got to worry about will this be relevant enough for people to go and watch and we can make our money back like uh, there's a lot and i get it i totally understand it Sure, Sure. totally understand
1: well uh, no indeed and I, i agree Zen Brown said he cringes for both the Netflix He-Man shows. Well, maybe cringe one, Zen Brown. I think the other w- might be pretty good, hopefully. Yeah. JSP said, I think producers are also looking at attention spans, how short they are. That may be why a DC direct-to-video movie is less than an hour and a half. So, yeah, I mean, you never know. Some people's attention spans, I don't know. I mean, heck, even people's just, the thoughts of hearing stories too much for people sometimes. I think that's why I said a lot of the stuff, it, like you were saying nathan on tv is all reality stuff i mean yeah. in the 90s they had like real world and all the stuff on vh1 and mtv and then everything, everything. just became reality yeah. it's like and everybody's watching i think that's why everybody's so damn obsessed with relationships and not stories in movies and cartoons like i don't give a shit about who gets with who and what cartoon <laughs> or what movie i want to see some action some powers adventure stuff that doesn't happen in the real
0: world yeah, Joe wants but when some they're raised for that's Joe wants action. actually <laughs> yeah.
1: no but no I'm just saying when that's all you see on TV I guess that's all you're gonna know it's like so when they're like hey I'd love to work on a new thing for He-Man or She-Ra or Marvel or DC but they don't know about why we've always loved the action adventure fantasy and escapism from Earth and things that can't happen of amazing powers they only know relationships so like hey let's have this person be with this person it's like I don't give a shit so that's that quick rant um <laughs> Let me see, too much CG, as good as some as it looks. Can't beat the old art? No, you got that right, Gary Buchanan. Mike Champ said, uh, I'm back, sorry for not being around. He said, he's moving. Um, DJ Tag says, Nathan, I see you have a yeah. few loyal subjects, masters of the universe. You notice I said masters of the universe. I yeah, pronounced I know. it. Hey, hey, I got, some, I got some
0: Motu loyal subjects back here. I, I got them for cheap. I found, uh, I found them at TJ Maxx. We got two Trap Jaws, which are actually like different colors. Oddly enough, I think it was like the where it went from wave to wave. I think the colors changed on some so uh, yeah two tri- uh, two trap jaws, triclops, evil lin, and a beast man and if you guys notice like the shelf is empty right there because I took the vintage figures, put them up there to fully display them. I gotta move some other stuff around so that's why it's looking kind of barren and sad over there right now.
1: All right, and, and Lyo Convoy joined us, and I gave a shout-out to you, Thomas. I gave a shout-out to you earlier so you can catch what I said. So uh, if anybody knows anything about Thundercats, it's this man here. Talk about somebody, how you know we try to get hardcore research and everything, in Masters. This is the guy's answer to Thundercats. Yeah. So you can go to his channel, like, subscribe, and share, and do everything for his channel as well. The guy knows a lot of stuff. Um, Papa Hood said, if there were to be a Masters movie, do not have a Zack Snyder directed. Yeah, He'll make no. He-Man into a mass murderer. No. Look what he's done with Batman and yep. Superman.
0: <laughs> yep, those movies are absolute, absolute garbage. Adam Gabbert said, I'm thankful that Joe spoke what he thinks of the McDonald's Motu toys on Scareglow's house on Facebook. But what is Nathan's <laughs> thoughts on the toys from 2003? Uh, we're, this is specifically to the McDonald's toys? I don't know
1: if he means... Uh, the. Maybe he just means the actual figures. I don't know if he means the McDonald's figures. Uh, maybe he means just these 2,000. As as again, let me say this real quick. 2,000 X. Because I've heard some people say 200 X. No, it's 2,000 <laughs> X because it's referring to yeah. the timeline of the 2002 to 2004 wave of toys. So it's easier just to say X. Just like when we say, hey, I love the 80s toys. But you can't say, I love the Zeros toys. That, that would sound weird. So yeah. 2000 X refers to the year. So we'll go ahead back to you.
0: Uh, well, I, I honestly barely remember the McDonald's toys. I remember Tyler being excited, wanting to go get a happy meal just to get the, the, the box to have. Uh, from what I recall, Joe, you can, you can kind of chime in after I say this. Like most happy meal toys, it seemed a little uninspired.
1: Of the two, you said the two thousand X figures. Is that what you're well, saying? Well,
0: like the 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 McDonalds, the the Happy Meal toys. No, I'll be honest. I mean, were, I freaked were, out. were they were they great? I, I'm actually going to look them up now because I just I no, honestly I'm, don't really remember hold, them too much.
1: on
0: a second. Oh, let me bend down over. right here. I actually have the entire collection just laying here right beside me. Go figure.
1: Well, I'll I'll open one for you just to show you. But open no, one. these figures live unboxing. Yeah, because. No, this is a live, unpackaging. this is a, this is a mip, I'm gonna open a mip, live, <laughs> mitten package, how fucking dumb does that sound, you like it?
0: Oh, wait, alright, so it's just like mini figures, I see here we got He-Man, Orko, Battle Cat, Man in Arms, Ram Man, is that Skeletor? Just to let
1: knowledge? you know, though, yeah, Skeletor, just to, and they, um, let you know, uh, the Orko looks drastically different from, obviously, yeah. the actual figure, yeah, no, and Ram Man's yeah, slightly different, here. but... I like the features. Like, Rain Man has a head-butting feature when you squeeze on it. And Beast Man, you know, he's got his whack-off feature. See there? <laughs> See? Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He comes He comes with a whip. But I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, look at all the detail for, like, I remember I was just buying the figures. At that time, I think they were doing it for, like, 85 cents or something back in that time. I was yeah. just getting a bunch of them. But I, I remember I tried to ask somebody, I was like, are these sculpted by the four horsemen and i don't think anybody ever answered me i don't know if they know who sculpted them but these are the coolest damn mcdonald's toys that i ever got yeah i was uh, see, super for, impressed.
0: S- for some reason i was thinking that it was just uh one of those things where it's like all right you have he-man he's just molded on battle cat and it probably has the feature where if you pull it back it'll like scoot across the ground that's what, in my head that's why i was thinking that they were but no to see him here like that yeah that looks cool and and to uh, Adam Gabbert to kind of elaborate a little more with the NYP figures like I actually went out and collected those Tyler and I were going out I would uh, I remember when I found uh, Mechaneck in store and Tyler didn't have them yet and there were a couple of them like I got me I got you one too because I I. this is back before like texting and everything as well so I like called him on on our phones because we did have cell phones but I called him I was like hey man I found Mechanic out here at this walmart and he's like oh man i was like but they had two and i got you one he's like oh oh, oh, yeah that's cool that was kind of cool i missed the hunt man i mean that was
1: that was a fun time because
0: didn't experience
1: that in years you know
0: yeah yeah and i'm i'm kind of hoping i can sort of feel that way when the origins figures come out because i am i decided i am going to go ahead and get those just to just to have them
1: okay and that's why I think, really, honestly, once you get one, if you just got one of the WWE figures, like when I got it in my hand, because I admitted, I was like, yes, I always wanted them. And I got the, you know, from the two pack, I have Cena and Triple H, which those figures, yeah. But just looking at the bodies when I was starting to move them around, I was like, I can see how cool these are going to be when, you know, when they have the origins for Masters of the Universe. But even the rest of the WWE ones, I was like, I can see the appeal. It, it just takes that one to hold in your hand. And you're like, it's a little bit better. I know some people don't flip over them, but you know, once you get them, they're pretty cool. And definitely when Origins comes, it's yeah. going to be great. But, yeah, I just want the WWE ones because beyond a set for myself, I mean, they are great for customizing. There's no doubt about that. Oh,
0: yeah. Now, see, in terms of that, like I can see why you would want those quite a bit for the customization. I've seen some of it on uh, either the fans page or one of the other multiple Masters groups that I am a part of and get invited to on Facebook. Um, I can see it from that aspect, but I just. Looking at them in Storm, like Warrior looks cool, but I would probably just take all the armor off of them and just have like an ultimate Warrior that I could pose.
1: I love the crossover, but don't get me wrong, yeah, I could see just having the wrestlers in the He Man style be cool. It's like that's the same thing, unfortunately, with the Funko figures that a lot of people said, like when they seen the horror characters, they're like. Remember, I was always doing the crossover stuff with Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers in a He-Man style. But they looked like they did in the movie for my customers. They loved it. And when the Savage World ones came out from Funko, everybody said, I don't get the gimmick. Why do they have to look barbaric? And I was like, they're doing a crossover. I liked it and appreciated it. But some people didn't like it, didn't want them. Mm-hmm. Thundercats, at least they did it in the style. But a lot of people said, the hell, Thundercats should be bigger. I mean, there's again, there's Thundercat fans that like them but a lot of them like the scale. Like I was one that when classics came out and I remember the whole thing with Bandai and them releasing the smaller Thundercats figures and they're like, Oh, they're too small. They should be in scale with He-Man. It's like, why the hell should they be? They never were when we were kids. Right. Mumra, I mean, all of them were bigger than He-Man figures and Mumra towers over everybody. But it's like, the Thundercat figures—they're bigger characters, they're bigger people. They should be bigger. But when Classics came, like no, they should all be in scale. And then then they tried to make—I think—a bigger eight-inch Lion-O, and then that was too. Well, it was an eight-inch Lion-O was too big, and they said it should be smaller. And then I think they made them, you know, into six-inch, which those sucked. But that was I think the Bandai or some shit or Mezco. It's like my head exploded with that. But I did like their eight-inch versions of Lion-O. And Tiger, I was like, I didn't yeah. have a problem with them. I, yeah, no, I like the
0: skate. Yeah, I had those as well. And I actually just got wave two of the Funko Thundercats <laughs> in the mail this week and displayed those up top with wave one and my mini cat layer and my, uh, a couple of the other vintage figures that I, you made. know, I and, think they're and, cool. And I, like it. It? I, I think it, I, I don't have, I think it looks awesome. And I, for people that would want them to put, since they are into scale with the Vintage Masters figures, they look great on the shelf standing next to those as well. well
1: they, and they do. Like I said, I like that line. I can appreciate it. But, again, you're right. I don't think everything has to be in scale with certain things. It's just like Lyle Convoy because, remember, he's the, he's the guy who knows shit, but he's like people want all their figures in scale with other toy lines are in an arrested development. And I don't know. He, he said, Nathan, I need to know. He's got a question. You might as well get ready to read it. It's coming to you. <laughs> Uh, I think he's he's holding us on for a second. But, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, uh, well, Joe, go go ahead and well, yeah. We can't have you wrap up yet until we we'll we'll take what he's got to say here and then we'll we'll wrap it up. But yeah, I like it is kind of funny how Zen Brown's kind of disappointed that I bought the ring and you want those figures. I'm not buying any of those figures. I just want to stress that I got the ring because I think the ring will be cool to put vintage masters figures in. Sort of like a side thing. Like oh here's the deathmatch arena you know like just <laughs> yeah have, have right, well there's have, your yeah.
1: question from uh, Lio Convoy he's got that question for you because yeah, I haven't got the figures yet for Wave
0: 2 does Jackalman from Funco look like Danny DeVito to you you know I haven't
1: did you say you got the figures in the mail yeah
0: yeah I, I got them uh... go get them
1: I gotta see this now I gotta see oh, it in person cause, uh... no
0: no because they're uh, here Let me let me do this okay it's it's going to be kind of unconventional and sorry that Emily's phone I'm going to message her cuz I took a picture of it and sent it to to Tyler and and sorry that there's like some dust bunnies hanging on the wall I actually need to like dust the wall off. Let me get this sent and then I'll uh I'll save it and then Is I'll Is Emily in the house? She's in behind the door, probably sitting on the... Sitting Wake up! Her!
1: Tell her to go and get that figure and bring it in! She no, can have a live I, appearance I, on Phantom
0: no, Power! Joe, the figures are right here. All, all I need to do... Oh,
1: oh okay. I'm,
0: I'm not going to go grab them, I'm just going to save this, this image. Oh man, that dust looks really bad. And then I'll import it here on OBS so people can actually, I'll just. All the
1: time you just fucking did doing that, you could have grabbed the figure.
0: Unbelievable. Joe, I'm not like you. I'm not going to sit here and go. (laughs) Everything's right by you. Hey, look. Yeah. 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 The Uh,
1: fridge is right next to me. I can get a drink anytime.
0: Bam. There we go.
1: Yeah, Anthony Albanese, you're right. Death Stalker, awesome VHX, box cover. You got that right. Yeah, Finished. He, and the movie wasn't I, that I, good.
0: Ignore the little the dust that's kinda hanging there from the curtain. That looks kinda kinda gnarly. Apologies for that. No, he doesn't really but look I like Danny like DeVito to me. Danny DeVito? Wow. Can you zoom it in
1: on him? I, I didn't I don't have this. I don't I don't know. I gotta see this up a little closer. Is this this must be the thing? If he said he said wait he said look at him from the side. Oh well, we can't Lyo convoy because this is a picture here and he doesn't have the figure, so we won't be able to see it from the side, unfortunately. No. But thank you for bringing that up, Lyo convoy. God damn yeah. Nathan can't grab. A oh Turn
0: wha- whatever Joe, whatever. Um, here, let me show you that.
1: All right, I'll, I'll have to. Yeah, now you'll have to do it, Lyle Convoy. You have to put it on Facebook for us to see. I gotta see this
0: Danny DeVito. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I honestly don't really see it, but you know.
1: Well, it might be, I don't know, maybe. But um, well, I think we pretty much uh, we hit everything we were gonna do tonight. It was some good fun interaction with all you guys. So if you are new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe, share, ring the bell, so you can always be notified when we do go live. It was a great time, and uh, until next time. Have a powerful
0: day. There was a tournament to crown the first NXT champion. Who won that tournament, and who did they defeat to become champion?
1: Was B- B- No, not Bo Dallas. Um, no, um... Who Who's that fucker? Um, the one that, you know, does all the spinning flips in the air, uh... Uh, with the ears that kind of stick out. Uh, is that him? Um, what's his name? He, isn't he Pac in the, uh... AEW right now?
0: or No. Nope. Damn it. Incorrect. Nope. Was, okay,
1: was it Bo Dallas? Nope. No.
0: Damn, well, I don't know who was it. The first NXT champion was Seth Rollins, who defeated Gender Mahal in the finals to be crowned as the first NXT champion.
1: I'm no kidding. Well, DJ Tags was wrong with Finn Balor, he tried. Yeah. He failed like I did, so <laughs> at least I'm, I'm not the only failure tonight, damn it. I, I fail almost all the time, but I've been, I was on a roll. I think I've gotten almost all your wrestling every week, Yeah, yeah, I? yeah you've been Except
0: pretty good, and I'm surprised I stumped you with one that's like something like newer in the last few years.
1: Yeah, you did get me on that, and Mac, Mike Champ wanted to thank you for picking your uh, picking his entry for getting that power and honor catalog, oh, yeah. too.
0: absolutely. We'll have to do, just do another one, Zen Brown. Just come on back, Tyler.
1: Well, back, Tyler. Yeah, so he could stump me with all them damn things at the end. Yeah, because I, I, this was the first time I was stumped with Nathan. But yeah, I'm pretty much stumped every time when Tyler asks, even if it's something I absolutely love. When he got me on those two Friday the Thirteenth. Well, ones, I mean, Tyler, you know, movie
0: movie quotes to me seem a lot harder than wrestling trivia. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Some of it, a lot of that gets me. But uh, yeah. see you guys next
1: time.